Welcome to The Open Bell, a podcast for trumpet players, by trumpet players, and a cornet guy. I'm your host, Bill Stoneman, and I'm joined by my good friends and fellow trumpet geeks, Brian Appleby-Weinberg and the doctor of... Never mind. Joey Tartell. This episode of The Open Bell is brought to you by the World Trumpet Federation. Head on over to www.worldtrumpetfederation.com today and spend some time with us. Home to The Open Bell podcast and lots of other useful stuff, the World Trumpet Federation will have you thinking WTF each and every time you think about the trumpet. We've got articles, videos, and other helpful information to take you to the next level as a player and a teacher. The World Trumpet Federation is here to help. And by Marcus Grant Music. The Open Bell Podcast is excited to welcome new sponsor, composer, and educator Marcus Grant. Currently, Marcus is in the process of writing his first official Sonata for Trumpet and Piano, affectionately called Sonata for Heroes. This piece will be premiered on November 11 at Indiana University by Jason Bergman. But there's still time for you to be part of this exciting new three-movement work for trumpet and C and flugelhorn or cornet. It's not too late for you or your trumpet studio to buy into the consortium that will support the creation of this new film score style work for our repertoire. Please consider visiting www.msgrantmusic.com. That's M-S-G-R-A-N-T-M-U-S-I-C.com and click on the menu tab Sonata Consortium for details. The consortium closes on October 1, so move quickly. The heroes of tomorrow are born today. It's time to take the stage. Go to www.msgrantmusic.com. The Open Bell Podcast is comprised of three segments. Warming up, couple things, and no offense. We use these segments to designate, delineate, and define information that we believe is directed at a dynamic trumpet diorama. Gentlemen, shall we? Each week, Warming Up is brought to you by Chopsaver, that perfect all-natural lip treatment created by the one and only Dan Gosling. Now, Dan, being the entrepreneur and discerning businessman that he is, has provided the Open Bell podcast with our own promo code. Promo Promo code. code. Promo code. That's right. Go to www.chopsaver.com and enter the promo code BELL, that's B-E-L-L, for a 15% discount on your order. And you, too, can become part of Team Chopsaver. And now for someone who hates the very thought of team, because it means being around other people. How's it going, Brian? Yeah, if it didn't involve people, it'd be great. So he's a one-man team. That's a problem. Well, we're, we're talking about recordings, and uh, we were limited to how many, so I'm going to talk about a recording that I just love. Wait a minute. Wait, hold you're on gonna, a second. No, no, no. So this didn't make your top five, but you're going to get it in anyway in warming up. Exactly. That's cheating. You're going to hate next week, too. Oh. <laughs> Oh, you may have heard me mention from time to time the great cornet virtuoso soloist Philip McCann, who I studied yes. with of what vibrato fame. Yeah. Yes. yes. You've mentioned him before. Yes. So I think it's required listening if you want to develop a cornet sound and a cornet style that you listen to his The World's Most Beautiful Melodies. And it is. So if tr- you think that, hold on, hold on, I'm Go interrupting. Ahead. If yeah, you think you literally said required listening, which is one of the of uh, you know conditions of what we're picking this evening, right? Why isn't it on your list? It, it's not on my list. Well, how required could it be? How if it can't make the top <laughs> five? Right. 
Your top five better be slamming because you now be you're under great. some serious scrutiny. Now. I hope I hope it's slamming. I think <laughs> this is what this is a shot of, across the bow here. He's saying this doesn't even make my top five. That's how <laughs> good my so top five is going to be. What he's saying is, is Philip McCann's a little overrated. <laughs> <laughs> wow. wow. I, think, I think that's clear. <laughs> I would absolutely never say that. <laughs> I think you I just don't know. did. He's not making your top <laughs> yeah. five. I he's, think you just did. He is an amazing player and uh, and he he can be difficult i remember a rehearsal with him conducting brick house when he slammed his glasses down onto the podium onto the stand in front of him when he was conducting he said so it's gonna be like that huh (laughs) like kind of like oh you want some huh yeah you want some nice is he obviously great great musical player question uh i have a follow-up question joey unless you have one no 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 go ahead okay my (laughs) follow-up question is this um he's clearly a strong player right yes is he the kind of guy that could practice for like let's say 100 days in a row and get through it <laughs> likely i can't okay. no nobody's that strong it can't be done you'll never get that off the ground <laughs> i'm just curious because he seems like he could do it he, he could do it i think if he tried to do it he could probably do it right yeah He's kind of a maniacal practicer. Super I'm nice sure. guy to me. He was great to me. He smiled at the at the kids when they came when they stopped by his office. And yeah, he was super nice and scowled That's at cool. a lot of other people. He was right. great. Right. Fantastic. So, so the world's most beautiful melodies. He has three different volumes, and the first volume is like all of these amazing opera solos. So sort of a bridge. If you're going to listen, you know, to develop your musicianship to opera singers, then this would be a bridge to you know, to your trumpet playing or cornet playing. but So none of these volumes made your list. No. Right. And, 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 of course, the amazing part is exactly what everybody's listening to, which is, of course, cornet and opera. And like, opera. Right. Really, thanks for really, you know, <laughs> appealing to the masses there, Brian. Right. That's good work. The large segment of society. Tuned yes. out. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's, let's do the... Uh, the the cross the crossover of opera and cornet. So that means there's what? You? No, that's it. That's all that's, that's all there is. That's that's, that's, that's the list. Listening audience. The Venn diagram, there's a one <laughs> person overlap. It's just Brian's it's face you. in the middle of the Venn diagram. Yeah, right. that's all there is. I think Black Dyke is backing him up too. So Oh. Joey cool. knows that. I know that band. I know that band. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all over that. Uh, all right, Joey, what do you have for us? Wow. Uh as hard as that is the top uh, I, you know, I like to think about where we are in the school year and what we're up to now. And, you know, we're, we've been in for a few weeks, and so everybody should be kind of into the grind of this is what we're doing. We're going to classes. We're doing this stuff. So it's a, it's your friendly neighborhood reminder that you should always have some music in your rotation that you're practicing and performing that's your choice and you're doing for your you know, your pleasure, your enjoyment that isn't necessarily assigned or you're responsible for performing. You should always have something there. That you wow. you want to do because you know with a month into yeah. school you know if you're especially when you're in college and you're new you're like well your teacher's giving you this and I got this in band and this in orchestra and I got this coming up there's a lot remember we do this for fun that's why we want to play make sure that's part of it so just a reminder put it out there make sure you got something because boy I've got a couple things on my stand that I keep itching I'm not I want to get a little more time on a little time on so mm. when I get a little extra time I can go dive over there so what's what's over there that, on your stand. Well, I'm writing some things. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, there's some trumpet ensemble things coming that might be, um, well, you know, like I, I did Good Bait for our last CD, which is more yeah. like an actual yeah. 
like an actual, you know, kind of a, almost like a big band reduction, but for six trumpets. Sure. I like this idea, and I don't know that anybody else is really doing this in any way. Mm-hmm. I think we need more things like that that could yeah. really qualify in the actual jazz realm, not the quote-unquote word I hate, jazzy realm. You, you know there aren't a lot of people who can pull this off, right? I'm not worried about that part. I'm, okay. You know, I'm, doing this for my, I'm doing this for my own Purely my, for you. My own See, enjoyment. Proving this the point. This is for me. No, I this is for we, me because I like it. I like this that's stuff. That's great. I think we duped him into thinking that it's possible <laughs> by get, by managing to survive good bait. <laughs> right. Right. Which is barely over the line. Yeah. No, you guys did great. Wow. <laughs> we did. You did. Some of us held we out by something. our fingernails. <laughs> no, great. So uh, that's what I'm up to. You guys, uh, what are you guys working on? You got some stuff in front of you you like? You, stuff you're working on? You Stuff you want to be working on? Yeah. I, I, I have ahead, stuff Brian. from you on my stand trying to do some of the jazz. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That That's will... like, when are we going to get together and play some changes? Oh, well. Without I'd the full-blown to... retreat this summer, we got it. We didn't get real some uh, good hang time. That's right. Are we going to have to do like a fall or winter retreat if we thought I, about this? You know what? We we could. I even had a piano player hired for that. <laughs> and then it, no, fell through. Nothing. Hired? Totally or nothing. somebody who was living in your house who hadn't moved into the dorm? Well, I, was, I was feeding him. <laughs> <laughs> that counts for something, Same right? Same thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, what you have to do to a good pianist. Yeah, well, you yeah. know, I mean, that and he doubled on sax. So. I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's it. Yeah, yeah. We may have to think fall retreat. Bill, what do you got going on? I got, well, I got stuff uh, that I'm getting ready, though, this Oklahoma thing that I told you about. Oh, yeah. Right. I got right. that. Uh, I've got a Vivaldi Gloria coming up this fall, which I've not Ooh. played in forever. Oh, oh that's awesome. Lovely. So that's I'm excited lovely. about that. Good oboist. Um, Do you know who the oboist is? I don't. But there are some great ones. There's some great ones in the area. Nice. It's going to be cool. And then uh, finishing touches on book two. So I'm writing. Oh, well. you got to. Yeah. Wait, is this a, is this a lowdown? Did we talk about this last season? I don't know we how much we it's made coming, but uh, that. I, yeah. are, are you going to need those things to look pretty? I am going to definitely need them to look pretty. We need then Brian and I might need to see these. Yeah, yeah. get them all scanned in. I'll send them to you. There I'm we not. Go. I'm not recovering from an accident this time, but yeah, that'll be helpful. I would still so, like to... so no excuses is what you're no saying. Excuses, no excuses, and you might actually be able to hear how some of them go. Yeah, that's, but I, well, that's good. Yeah, I do like this idea. I mean, this was the idea behind the my first book, which was they're kind of fun and nice to play. They're beautiful. Right. So you know, like it's nice to have that stuff around. It's a great idea. Let's the same run idea. That back. Are you that's are you doing more poems or is? Yeah, I'm gonna go with the same format. Oh man, that's awesome. So, and uh, I've got the the etudes are pretty much done. There's 26 of them, and this time, so I wouldn't really disturb Joey. I actually picked one per letter of the alphabet. Oh, See that that was right. my idea. What do you mean bother me? I actually said if they're well, 26, isn't that where you're going? Just some letters I didn't really want to use, but now I did just Good to make you. you happy. I appreciate it. I yeah. Like it. And I have about half the poems written. Okay. Wow. But I got sidetracked with stuff. You know, other other stuff came up. Right. That's what happens. Your day gig? My, well, that and the other... <laughs> like, I, I agreed to write a, a choral piece for our concert choir. So, oh, my. Uh, yeah. You know you have to write words when you do that. I did, and I wrote original text. Oh, my you, gosh. I was going to say, what's happening? the source? They, yeah. they read it Tuesday. That's going to get per, uh, premiered October 1st. <gasps> Were you oh, happy cool with it? That? Did you have to rewrite it? Did I'm really happy it? with it. I'm going to get to go to rehearsal tomorrow and hear it. I like the way I wrote it. <laughs> I like the way I wrote it. I don't know. We'll see. Nice. All right. So what do you, yeah. what do you got for us today, Bill? My warming up uh, comes uh, because of one of my students. You know, I, I always tell these stories about my students come in and they say these things and it just cracks me up. Right. 
Sure. Th- this was like one of the most trumpet player conversations I've had in a long time. Student comes in, strong player, really sounding great. But, you know, like students, sometimes they overwork playing. There's no reason yeah. why he needs to use this much physical engagement to play a C above the staff. Right. Yeah. right. There's just no reason. But that's that's a learned thing. And so I made the example to him like, look, I'm sure at some point you were standing right down front of your high school marching band show and you were really into it, man. And so you wanted to really, you're playing that high C at the end of the show and you're leaning back and you're just completely physically engaged. And that's the way you do it. And now you think every time you play that note, that's the way it needs to feel. And you go for that feeling. He's kind of dropping his head and I can tell him this ashamed, like, you're right. Like, I don't, yeah, you're absolutely right. And he's kind of nodding his head and agreeing with me. I said, great. Does that make sense to you? I finished the story and he goes, it absolutely does. I realize that I'm doing it, but just, just, I just need to say it, it was a high D. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. That is, that is the most trumpet player thing ever. <laughs> he totally owned, he knew exactly yes. what he was talking about, but he was going to, you know, but not for the record. See. No, 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 no. Show. I pasted that D. <laughs> Yeah, and that was the next comment, like, and I drilled it. Yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> Let the record reflect. It was a step higher than you think it was. Yeah. I mean, I so, said, C, sure. Concert C. So, concert yeah. C, yeah. yeah. But I said, dude, that is one of the most trumpet player things That's anyone fabulous. has ever said. Yeah. Oh, Just to be clear, after completely owning that he'd done it. That's no, beautiful. I've had I've had good friends, especially trombone players, that like after some like crazy stuff at the end go like, yeah, so uh, it's a nice B flat. And he's like, wasn't that a double C? And they're like, concert, concert be flat. <laughs> <laughs> just wow. to keep you in your place. That's just right. a little like, just a little push. Right. I always find it funny. It's always funny. Oh, it's absolutely funny. Yeah. yeah. All right, boys. Well, it's game time. Uh-oh. Uh, no. ep- episode 94. And um, I know you don't know what's coming tonight. Uh, for the, you're going to be really excited. These, this, I'm happy about tonight, and I'm I'm happy about the next episode as well. It's going to be super exciting. Um, we're going to play a little little round, short round of great minds think alike. <laughs> uh oh. So this we do is where, this so well anyway. Right, we do. <laughs> well, actually, Joey and I were great minds thinking alike on the uh, repertoire. Yeah. The last episode. I yeah. Folding Brian. over here. Might have been uh, in out the burrow, right keeping out. up the, the fold standard <laughs> <Yes>. on that, <laughs> as it were. Standard. All over that. Wow. Oh my gosh. Um, so this is where I just I I'm gonna put out a question here, and then you guys just write your answers down, and then we'll all compare at the end. Okay. Okay. And it's a little unfair because obviously I wrote the question, so I already know what the answer, what my answers would be, and you guys are kind Did of. Did you hear what you that, just said? Speaking no. of the most trouble playing player thing ever what you just said the, uh, you started with i know what the answers are as are. if there's a definitive answer <laughs> well, no but i'm saying <laughs> that's what you, come he, on. Was, he was told he caught himself however I, yeah. you're right you're right i shouldn't have said i should have said i know what the right answers are <laughs> thank you wow. thanks for pointing that out perfect <laughs> okay let's, how, let's how many questions we have uh three four five there's uh five and a bonus question so six sure I could call you it the daily double. You can't put a line underneath the fifth one. <laughs> you guys. Could be the daily double. That's always in great minds think alike. Uh, of course. How else would it exist? <laughs> right. Okay. Here we go. Name two books written by Herbert L. Clark. So this is more of a question than an opinion thing, but we'll see. We can... Just to get us started, get to ease into things. Okay. Sure. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Next, name a book 
used to teach transposition. Okay. Brian, are you good? I'm good. Okay. If there could be only one mouthpiece size in the entire world, oh no, what would it be? What should it be or what would it be? Which... <laughs> I know what I wrote. <laughs> one mouthpiece size. You just got to say, this is it. We, we had to turn in all the mouthpieces to melt them down to make something, a spaceship. And now we're just going to make the one. <laughs> <A> spaceship. <laughs> now we're just going to make one mouthpiece. It's all we can afford. And this is the size everyone's going to have to play. Okay. Okay. We can fight about that. I know. All right. This is a tricky one. This is detailed. Uh, what is your desert island trumpet? Now, not just brand or generic, this is what I like. Of all the horns you've owned, what's the one you would take to be stranded on a desert island with? The one you'd want to It has have to be one with. that I've already owned? Sure, like one of yours. I mean, I guess it could be, I guess it could be something else. I would be open to that. But you're saying you want the very specific brand very and key. Well, uh, the specific horn. Yeah, this, like, so you can't mm -hmm. just say, boom, it has to be a so-and-so. No, it's this one. This trumpet. Yeah. Can I answer what Joey's going to write? Serial number, boom, boom, boom. Well, if you want to try to agree with him on this, sure. James Moore doesn't understand this question, by the way. He's like, James mm, Moore's going to say, what do you mean? Martin I'll just committee? dig down in the sand, and there'll probably be some old cornet there, and I'll just play that. <laughs> there'll, be a, there'll be a Martin committee there, I'm sure. They're everywhere. I'm, I'm sure there'll be some old, like an old super cornet. That'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. fine He'll make it sound great. The valves don't work. It's fine. I can still ride. I can still beep up on this. Yeah. Okay. You got that? Uh, Sure, maybe. Okay. And then what is the best note you play on the trumpet? What's your, what's the oh money my note? On which horn? Uh, B flat. <laughs> it's a B flat show. We'll go best. <laughs> your note. best note. Like this is my note. Play this note, and if everyone loves it, it's a million dollars. It's it's money. It's where you're. So I mean, you guys know that's my low G, right? <laughs> <laughs> Let me qualify. It has to come out the first time you try to play it. Hold on, hold on. Okay, wait. Let me let me let me re let me rethink this. Do other people have to be able to hear it? <laughs> wow. I, mm. Now you're talking about Brian's double C. I this yes. is a hard this is a hard question. It's your best note. Best note. note. Mm -hmm. So I'm supposed to I, tell, say what Joey? No, I just No, you just do yours. Okay. Yeah. And then we're going to see if our great minds all line up. I don't know where to. I, I hold on. I need a second on this one. Best note. Oh, there's so many notes trumpet. to choose from. Well, there are. There are all know. of the notes to choose from for yeah. Joey. Yeah, that's the whole point of the start. And of we're the not going to add fingers. Right. I kind of make. I, I kind of make my whole concept that they're all supposed to be pretty much the same. So I'm like, <laughs> is there one that's yeah? But better you know, than? there's got to be one that's just a little like when you see that thing coming, you're like, oh, I'm gonna, I own this. Or it tops out at a certain place, or it bottoms out at a certain place. You're like, oh, I'm gonna. I'm going to sound like a million dollars on that. All right. I think I know where I'm going. That's not an easy question, though. Okay. All right. And then the bonus question. Bonus. For all the, for all the Daily points. Daily double. Daily double. Here it is. Uh, who's your favorite composer? I don't know. What? We've, I've never asked this before. How do we How do we answer? That's like saying, what's your best note? Wow. Oh, no. wait, you already just asked that. You're right. <laughs> I did. One composer? One I composer. I don't know how to answer and that. Not, oh, I do every single time. I'm golden no. on this. I am. I'm done and done. 
That's why I thought this was an easy question because that's a, I'm angry at this question. <laughs> but you have one, this is what we do on this it's show. It's your favorite we, closer. How can you be you angry about it? Have to. I don't have one. You have to uh, narrow things down to five or three or one. You just have to pick. Well, unless you do your warming ups the right way. Right. Yeah. Right. You cheat. Unless you cheat. Well. You cheater. This is love and war, right? <laughs> wow. Competitive podcasting with us. <laughs> with us, sure, I get that. Physical con, full contact podcasting. We're just trying to figure out who wins the open bell. <laughs> we need a trophy at the we, end of each season. We know who loses the open. We've all gone home going, yeah, I made that happen. <laughs> <laughs> that episode hinged on me. Oh my god. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. I've never once had that thought. <laughs> I don't know, Brian. I don't know. Listen, he was a very he was a religious, very religious man. man. Might be the funniest <laughs> thing ever said on this podcast. That's so far. That is the winner. <laughs> oh, my God. oh, that was it. That was, the fix was in on that. Yeah. I knew that you knew, and even I didn't know you were going to say that. Oh, you guys that are such terrible people. Brilliant. Terrible people. Which resulted in, Joey, you should be glad he said that, obviously, because it resulted in the maybe the best double C you've ever put on <laughs> on tape. That's right. Well, it's definitely, it's definitely the best one I've ever played without any music going on. <laughs> well, I'm just sitting here in my office alone. I felt the, in the heat, dark. The heat coming off of that when you got it and then you drilled the end yeah. of it like that. Oh, you guys go back and listen people. to that. Oh, it was brilliant. I'll have to go watch that tonight. All right. I've all right. So all there we answers. go. Yeah. All right. All right. I bought you a little time there. We're going back to the beginning. Uh, this is more of a, uh, you know, we can narrow this down quickly. Name the name two books that Herbert L. Clark wrote. All right, Brian, you're up first, right? Elementary studies and or, I guess it's called it's called setting up drills, isn't it? Wow. I mean, and those are studies. two books. I didn't choose the either El of those. Elementary studies and technical studies. Neither did I. All right, there, oh, okay. there are setting up drills. There, that is a book. But yeah, that's a, that's I, a I chose one. the the technical studies and the, and the characteristic, characteristic studies. studies. So those, are the two, those are the yeah. two. Those I, are the two I chose. I have a Joey. Two. I have a Joey column on my page too. <laughs> <laughs> you answered for me. Do I need to even bother here? This for you? is what Joey's gonna say. Yeah. 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 That's fantastic. But because those are the two books, you start. You get the technical yeah, studies, and then you apply them to the characteristic studies, and that's what you need. Those right. characteristic studies are just terrible music. They're great actual uh, technical technical yeah. etudes. Yeah. They're great technical etudes. Come yeah. on, Brian. You were just talking last week about like working out finger problems. Yes. If That's you played that book. book and got them up to tempo, you no wouldn't problem. have those. Yeah. Wow. All right. You wouldn't have had Challenge a warming accepted. up. You would not have had a warming up last week. <laughs> you barely had one this week. <laughs> he didn't. He cheated this week. He cheated. I might be cheating next week. Too. It was just <laughs> overflow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Shadowing. Na name a book used to teach transposition. Brian Bordoni. Soxa. Oh, Caffarelli. I, oh, I those are all three good though. Wow. Listen, all three of those count. <laughs> yeah, all have three of played, those count. Have you played the entire Soxa book? Yeah, I, I started with Mel Broyles. So you kind of have to. Oh yes, you have to. Oh. Did you do that all your freshman <laughs> year? You played the whole book. Uh. Maybe not all the way through that freshman year, but I kept going, obviously. Wow. Because then you just like, well, I should probably keep doing this. That's a Mr. Yeah, Boyle's just keep does. going. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, yeah those great. are all three. All three are, are great books. We're all over the map. 
Yeah, I was going to set this up where I could answer my own book to every question, and then I thought, <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. But, yeah, the Caffarelli, the only problem I have with That'd the Caffarelli is that at the beginning it kind of talks you through how to use all the clefs, which I don't know any trumpet player that actually no, does that. No, no. Bud did. But, so. Did he really, really think in clefs? He, he did, really thought in soprano yeah. clef? He did all the clefs. He um, he did. J.D. used to study with him. Jim Darling studied mm-hmm. with him when he was at uh, Illinois. And he made him sight read, sight transpose once. Um, they went, he went, Jim went to his, would go to his house on the weekend. And um, he, Jim was kind of folding, he said. I was like really struggling. And, uh, and, and Bud said, so, uh, J.D., how are you, how are you transposing? And he, so he said, well, you know, I do transposition by interval and the key signature. And he goes, no, no, no. And then he, you have to do it by clefs. And he went into like a 20-minute explanation of how to do clefs. During which time Jim was just looking at the music, fingering through the figuring whole, it out, practicing. <laughs> yeah, and so then he said, "I have no idea what Bud actually said during those twenty minutes." We played it again, and Bud said, "See, what did I tell you?" Yeah, <laughs> it's golden. Perfect. I'm a genius. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Nice. <laughs> All right, here comes a tough one. Oh. If there could be only one mouthpiece size in the world, what would it be? No offense, Scott. <laughs> so wait, the seven E W is not the answer. It's not can't be on the list. <laughs> All right, Brian, what do you got? I said three C. I said three C. Yeah. This is tough for me because I was thinking I needed to temper my answer, but I stuck to my guns because I don't think they're really that different. One and a half C. They're different. <laughs> they're different enough, I guess. It's but one I'm saying if there's only going to be one, I know three C is probably the right answer. You know, because it might not be the best place to start, but it's a better place to end up. Yeah, if that's all the bigger you can get. Yeah, because then you can still it. do as much as you want on that. You can still go yeah. all the way around for most people. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting concept, right? Yeah, I don't like it. I know. <laughs> yeah. That's why it was a great question. All right. Your Desert Island trumpet. Brian? You ready? Yeah. Or cornet. Yeah, well, I did write down bass and cornet, but my but you did say trumpet, so I I was playing the game correctly. Okay, unlike um, your warming up, right? P- <laughs> oh. P- Peter Bond has a gold-plated Mount Vernon mm. that I played uh, in Carnegie when we went to Carnegie. Play yeah, that. that's right. I remember that horn. Yeah, spectacular, yeah. Oh, spectacular trumpet. That's that is a, that is a great. That's horn. the yeah. horn. That's the horn for me. Yeah. Wow, it's a great trumpet. That's that's dynamite. That's a good call. You should go steal that from him. He might not notice. <laughs> so I think mm. he'll notice. I think he plays it every day. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Hey, look yeah. over there and just you know walk out. Run, he had so. it. He had it in Albuquerque when we were out there. He, yeah. Didn't he bring it? He, he brought yeah. it to the. Where it's we're always staying. in his case. Yeah. Yeah. He takes it everywhere. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty killer. Yeah. All right, Joey. How about you? Uh, I, I'm taking my B flat. Uh, the B flat I use right now. It's great. Yeah, it's a, it's a BNS. Uh, what is it? A thirty-one forty-three JH. I mean, see, the problem with that is that you can do everything on it. <laughs> oh wait, that's not a problem, <laughs> right? I mean, that's that's why that's why I play it, it right now. It's that because it's that's right. You know, uh, you know, uh, for a B flat trumpet, if I found something that I thought was significantly better, I would absolutely spend the money and buy it. But I I don't I haven't found that, so I just keep playing this one. Nice. Oh. Not that oh. I don't try other things. I try stuff all the time. I, it's a great horn, so I just keep. You've been on. on this for years. Same one. Eh, right? It's probably maybe fifteen, sixteen years at this yeah. point. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be about right. Aren't you played? Isn't it played out yet? I mean, yeah. you've got oh, yeah. a lot of notes on that thing. Played it right into shape. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, I do believe in that. So, Bill, what's your B flat or your your? Well, your that's your a tough one for me because it's interesting. 
I ended up, I landed here. I landed with my original Bach 37. All right. Really? Now, I, yeah. Now, I love my Shires, and that's 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 become my horn, but I started to get nostalgic with it because I started to think like, well, there's there's part of me that kind of leans on that kind of stuff. And I, I, what I really wanted to take was my, my teacher, George Monaco's old recording model, but I don't have that horn. So then I kind of thought, I know there's one on the wall there. I keep, I, I know. I try to see actually in frame. <laughs> Catch me yeah. leaning over like that. I could, um, I could, if we have a fall yeah, retreat, so I, I can bring I can bring that out. <laughs> new we'll bike. See if it makes it all the way back. <laughs> new bike. <laughs> Joey needs a new bike. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I I love my Shire's B flat. Now is my horn choice. I'll, that's that's my horn. But I don't know. Yeah. There was just something nostalgic about thinking about taking the old block. That makes oh. Bill my boy, right? Yeah. Yeah, kind of playing a block. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's pretty good. All right. Uh, all right. What is the best note you play on the trumpet? Oh, my gosh. Brian, what do you got? <laughs> well, my loudest note is my third space C sharp. And I, that's how I, he I, picked it. I, I love that. That's his Andy went the loudest. That's, that's how. That that's note. the answer. I love that note, and it's brassy. Yeah, on, on both B flat and C. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. I love that note. C sharp. C sharp. Right there. Not D flat. To... No. This is, good, this is good to know as I'm working on the Trombomundi Christmas album <laughs> to avoid th that note in Brian's book. It's Otherwise, nothing else will be heard. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Interesting. I, is that is that recording we did in Nashville um, with the, the, in the, in the round? Well, we did yeah, my... Is, uh, isn't that on YouTube? Uh, we did uh, the non-articulation agreement. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure that's on YouTube. <laughs> Concerto for Brian. It's, yeah, yeah it's, I don't know what happened with that. It's like third trumpet lead. Well, we do. <laughs> yeah, it you were playing exactly the way you sound when you play with us. Yeah, Jesus. it was embarrassing for everybody who couldn't keep up. <laughs> <laughs> I think what he's saying is. He's saying he dropped us. I think he's happy with how he played it. I like the way I played it. <laughs> yeah, he, he totally he dropped us on that I recording. I did walk away from that going, oh, I, I had a good time. I played that pretty well. <laughs> it came out, I was like, Jesus. It was so loud. It was so, so loud. loud. And no matter where the video went, it still was just Brian. <laughs> yes, you could yeah. just hear me. All the way around, oh, just Brian. You could see Scott's fingers moving, but yeah. no that was sound. it. It was still Brian's part. Oh. Wow. Sorry. Right. Joey, what's your best note? All right. So I thought I, I really spent some time as we were thinking about talking about this. So I started thinking like, all right, so what is there something that I'm not worried about and always kind of go dead center, big slot? And, I, you know, I think all lead players pretty much have a good high G. So I don't think that really yeah, everybody can kind of do that. But boy, I think my high E flat has just a giant slot there that feels like when I see that, I am never doing anything but going, yeah, this is going to be great. <laughs> yeah. So I think that E flat right up there is just like, yeah, I'm going to sit right there, and that's just going to go smack down the middle and be great. Second valve? Yeah. Second valve. I, I wrote down that you were going to say your F. I thought about the F. Oh, that because a good open F does ring like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and I only know one person that's got a good open F. <laughs> Because that's that's not how it's fingered. <laughs> but I I know. So wrong. <laughs> and you, Bill, what's your best note? My uh, most, I think my most singing resonant note that says what it's supposed to say is A flat above the staff. 
Oh, a flat. Right. I'll tell you, in eighth grade, that was the note that was like the squirreliest thing in the world for me. <laughs> like, yes. you know, I could I could play the high C's and high D's and that was okay. But like, I see like a G sharp or an A flat, I'd be like, okay, like, that's the, that would yodel on me all the time. Well, that's why I used that note to figure out how to do lip trills. <laughs> yeah. I was, right. I was halfway home. Sure. <laughs> right. You know, I couldn't get it to hold still anyway. So what's the difference? Yeah. A flat. Yeah. A flat above the staff. Well, a Belk would describe that as having a force field on it. Right. Exactly. Keep bouncing yeah. off it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right. And now the tough question. And I Not hope this question, question made listeners think too, because if you had to narrow this down, this is tough. This is ridiculous. Because you think, well, okay, this composer, you know, I love trumpet music. Who, who is that? But then the wind band music and then the orchestra stuff and whatever. That's why my answer is right. <laughs> oh, my Brian, gosh. Wow, Brian, Brian, go ahead. I did not have to think long about this. This is Mahler for me. Mahler's my favorite composer. Mahler. Huh. I thought about Mahler. I didn't go to Mahler. Oh, okay. Norman Norman Mahler. <laughs> Norman, great painter. <laughs> great. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, no, I, I thought I thought really like what what's music that in any situation I listen to and go, oh, that's just amazing. And that's Bach. And again, we agree. Oh, seriously? Uh, J.S. Yeah. Bach. 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 And we're both <laughs> and <I'm> out. out. <laughs> and we're out. Yeah, Bach is, it's just, it's always, it's always great music. Yeah. And it translates so well to so many other things, like yeah. look at the unaccompanied cello suites and how, how they're used and, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, mm -hmm. yeah. Bach is correct. I'll go with you on that. Ah, Bach. Ah, that is the right Bach. answer. Ah, Bach. Oh, you were pretty close. All right, boys, time for a couple things. Well, in the past, we've shared our ideas about our favorite recordings, but today's approach is a little less about suggesting and a little more about demanding. But today, <laughs> we share our required listening. Now, these are CDs that we believe deserve to be heard in their entirety. That was one of our rules. Yep. and that will have a lasting impact on your artistry. So these are recordings that we think that you should listen to from front to back, set aside the time, listen to the whole thing. And we had to narrow to five, or in Brian's case, six. Six, Brian, Brian. Well, eight. Maybe, maybe six. Yeah, eight. <laughs> eight, because th aren't there three uh, volumes of that? <laughs> That's yes, true. There are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Of that overrated cornet player that Brian was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this was this was extremely difficult exercise for me. Yeah, but I I'm love still it. I'm still happy with my five. So all right, good. Are we doing well? It doesn't matter the order, does it? Really? No, I don't have an order. I've just okay. got five. There's no all way right. to rank these for me. All right, this is required listening. You have to have listened. I think actually you have to, had to have listened to these multiple times. Well, yeah, and it's the whole yeah. CD. This isn't one track. This isn't this. This is you put this on and listen to the whole thing. The That's whole thing. the rule. That's the game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, That's Brian, you're, you're leading off. Um, the Cleveland, Philly, Chicago Brass and the Gabrielli CD. Hmm. It's uh, required. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I'm going to go ahead and dive in here because that's also the first one I was going to go with. Wow. <laughs> if, if, if you're a trumpet player, if you're a brass player, if you're a musician and, and you don't sit back and listen to this and just go, uh, this is, I remember when this was re-released on CD. Yeah. I was living in Chicago at the time 
and was like, okay, I know it's coming out. Went over to Tower Records and bought it, and I already had it on vinyl and on yeah, cassette on because, too. oh, right. my gosh, digitally I'm going to be able to hear this. It's going to be yeah. even better. And right. Oh, it yeah. just it doesn't disappoint. It totally holds up. It's just outstanding music, outstanding playing and artistry. You gotta, yeah. you have to listen to it, and not just one cut here. Let that entire recording wash over you. It's, it's just outstanding. It's great. It's a clinic, and I don't know how you can play other music after you've listened to that. I don't know how you can play other music and not have it influence everything you do: sound, articulation, style, nuance, blend, pitch, time. I mean, you just go, oh, and then you. Whatever it is, you can just take that with you to the to the new situation. Well, that's the great part about chamber music, right? Yeah. And if you look at it like how many great musicians have ever said to you, well, every music is chamber music. And this is a perfect example yeah. of yeah. that. Yeah, it's chamber music and everything. You, take, you yep. take the brass sections out of orchestras that you, know, you would not think of primarily as chamber musicians, and you put them in this, which is essentially a large chamber setting. Yeah. And it's amazing. Hmm. So, so I have, I have another question too. So, what do you guys do with the the modern versions of it? Uh, listen, I, I I guess to say I have problems with it is the wrong way to go, but I sort of think of it like um, movie remakes. Mm. Like if, if the original is still available and is still viable and still holds up, we don't need to remake it. So mm. even if you do a great job, and there have been, you know. You know, the the recent one that was put together by some, some people we know and friends of ours. There's and outstanding playing. It's done great. Outstanding playing. Yeah, like, outstanding playing, and great. it's done great. But, <laughs> <laughs> but that doesn't mean you do this one instead. Yes. Like, you don't get to just put the old one aside. The old one was the inspiration. It's the original, and it's still at the highest level. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I would totally agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, I think there were some efforts made too on the new one to make it sound like the old one. Mm, really? You know what I mean? Like, I it, acoustically speaking, from mm. a sonic perspective, it did not sound the way I thought it was going to sound. Right. I think there was an attempt made to keep it as dry and as natural as the first one was, and I kind of thought, well, one of the reasons you would redo it is because the the recording technology is so much different yeah. and better. But right. Yeah. Yeah. So well, that's the, my that's my first one as well. So Bill, yeah, uh, to perfect. to you. Love the record, but didn't it didn't make my list. Um, well, you're just wrong about that. That's clear. Well, yeah, I know. That's easy. Yeah. I'm going to go with an... Uh, I had a couple obvious things on here, but I'm going to step aside from those and go with a couple things that are different. My first one is Jeff Tyzik, The London Sessions, Volume 1, from 1979, with Doc Severinsen playing the Tyzik Concerto. Oh, my oh. gosh. Oh, wow. Wow. How's that? That's, That's obscure is what that is. <laughs> How good. is that? What is that? But that? There are trumpet players listening, lots of them, who have never even heard of that recording. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. But that recording and like some of the stories that went along with it about them recording and, you know, the clock running out and the final takes and all that stuff and Doc just laying the stuff down. It's exciting. And wow. I, think it, I think it is lost. I think it's a maybe that's what we should have done as an episode on lost recordings. Well, we could certainly do that. We could still do that. But but yeah, I, th- I just thought this one was deserving. And I, and I bumped a couple of things that were, you know, pretty mainstream that I think everyone should listen to. But I wanted it on the list. Wow. That's amazing. Do you know the you know the recording? I know right? the recording. I, I I'll be honest. I can't remember the last time I've listened to it. Yeah, 
Because the London five Phil. I picked are five I just listened to on a, essentially a regular, regular basis. basis. Yeah. I I thought back to actually this uh, this was super popular around the time I got, you know, was finishing high school, got into undergrad school, and we were all over this recording. Yeah. Like all the time. Wow. So. That's, that is awesome. Yeah. That's amazing. So yeah, you, you have it. Do you, you have it. You have it in CD? Uh, vinyl. You have it in vinyl. I, I don't know was that never that's on been released on CD. I don't CD. know that it ever was, yeah. Yeah. Wow. We yeah. could check that out. I'll check yeah. that out. Maybe one of our cool. six listeners could get a hold of Exactly. That. All right, Brian. Round two. Round two. Okay. So um, Royal Concertgebouw uh, playing Mahler 1. It's a pretty good orchestra. Bernstein conducting. It's a good band. I mean, yeah. it just transports you to another place. Just that's pretty. That's that's pretty amazing. That's a good recording. Yeah. 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 Interesting. So that, that's my. Uh, you, that's a required listening. What year is that? Do you remember? Everything. Ab- oh, well, I don't know. I don't but remember. Think about yeah. the it's convergence. On reserve in the library here. Actually, I put it on reserve here. Think about the convergence of intellect in that oh, <laughs> setting, yeah. right? Yeah. Like what Bernstein brings to that, and the horses, absolute horses in that room. Just unbelievable playing and and care and dedication. I mean, just, mm. yeah, every phrase, every elision, every pit, vertical pitch right. alignment. I mean, it's just spectacular. Perfection. Uh, yeah. yeah. And then the brass sound is just so balanced and clean and beautiful and then just thrilling, spine tingling, actually. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's, wow, I mean, Mahler 1, right, amazing piece of music, amazing orchestra, amazing conductor in front. Yeah, that's a, that's the, that's the convergence you want. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's everything. It. You sit there, you don't mind sitting there for that long, just sitting right. in the chair. Yeah, I do just, not get to do this at my house because, you know, playing it that loud with Sarah around, she, Yeah, you, you know, do need that kind of cranked up. Yeah. You just got to really wallow in it. Get the Bose headphones. Just go yeah. all in. Right. Well, that's better with just speakers, though. You want that in open air, too. Yeah. You want that just kind of all over. That's good. Okay, that's a good call. Maybe on Klodfelder's sound system. Yeah, Mark's record. Oh, Mark's Mark's, uh, (laughs) setup down there in his basement is pretty ridiculous. It's It's totally ridiculous. Yeah. Crazy. But it's pretty good. Yeah, world class. Mm -hmm. All right, Joey, what's yours? All right, well, I've gone a couple of different directions here. So in and no, I'll go to the newest one. I'm going to go to the newest mm. recording because I think mm-hmm. a lot of times, it, it, you know, especially as we're old people. I mean, not as old as Bill, old, but you know. Well, uh, who is? I was going to exactly. say these lost records, like that you're talking about, like I, you'd have to have been there, right? You guys were there. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> nice. That is true because things that don't get re-released on CD just kind of get buried. That is yeah. true. Yeah. But but I'm going to talk to you about something that came out just, I think, either one or two years ago, and that is Matthias Hoff's Bach uh, record. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I remember yeah. he dropped, uh, like, a YouTube video, like, in the studio. Like, he was just standing on, like, a box in the middle of a string orchestra playing some pick stuff, and I'm like, yeah. oh, what's going on here? And he took a whole bunch of Bach pieces and said, mm-hmm. we're just going to do these as trumpet solos. Yeah, it's crazy. The entire record. CD recording, whatever you want to call it. I don't. Right. Th- I don't own a physical copy. I just bought the right. digital copy of this. Is a st- 
astounding. I know, sparkling. it's just crazy. It's, sparkling. Uh, and you can, and yeah. again, listening to Bach, this is something you can just hear great music and you just yeah. you listen to the whole thing and let the whole thing just go over you. That's you just a great hit play, call. listen to the whole thing all the way through. Again, great music, great musician, unbelievable convergence of all of that stuff yeah. right there. What a stunning player. The arrangements are beautiful. And right, all the right, yeah, mm-hmm. everything what a stunning, it's all done exceedingly oh, yeah, well. Yes. And uh, and just done a couple of years ago, so the recording quality is also astounding of astounding players, and that's always really great to capture. It's right. too bad he looks like he's working so hard when he's playing. <laughs> he does always look like he's oh. just about to nod off. Yeah. <laughs> it is outrageous. Working hard to stay awake. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's that guy... Yeah. It's amazing. It really is beautiful. But beautiful yeah, if you line. if you don't, I mean, that's a yeah. new one. My other ones are all older, uh, but that one is one I just bought a couple years ago. Yeah. I'm always looking for new music here and there, and that's one that's just, oh, okay, it's so great. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's my that's the next one on me. So, but right. what do you got next for us? So uh, I'm kind of going back. This is a record that just keeps coming back to me all the time, and I can't even I, I can't think about how many times I listened to this when I first got it. It's the Wynton Marsalis Gray album. The one that's just his, just Wynton on the front with his Bach 37, and the one and a half C, and you can see <laughs> oh, what it is, yeah. right? Yeah. It's the record with Sister Cheryl on it. I've talked yeah. about this record before yeah. on here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To me, his, his playing, but his sound, and it's just the most authentic music making. And I, I love that record. That's beautiful. That's so, some great playing. Would he? Yeah. I mean, he plays a Monet now, right? Yeah, but so, Monet for so this was yeah. pre-Monet. Yeah. So he's and, really young now. Uh, yeah. 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 So are you happy he went where he went, or would you rather him be on that well, still? I, I remember confronting that because I was, you know, still am, who isn't a huge Winton fan. Sure. And when he switched, uh, what was the first record maybe when he went to Monet? Was it Black Codes maybe? I don't remember. Somewhere but, around there. I don't know. But, yeah, right around. But. I I felt like at first I was angry because I because he, he didn't sound like him, right. and it actually sounded like he was struggling <laughs> with the horn, and but then I thought, well, this is what he's trying to say. Like the, it was that was part of the oh, the music right. too. Like yeah. that this was kind of built in, you know, this struggle was kind of built in there because it didn't sound as clear and it wasn't as easy as he sounded on the Bach. It was very different. But then I bought it because he's so convincing. <laughs> musically Jeez, no one speaks the language like he does and it you know so yeah he but was I, on stage here with it a couple oh, of years yeah. ago I, I it was just out, astounding what yeah. he was doing oh what he can do is incredible oh, yeah geez. he's amazing yeah but and but i so oh, that's a great record that's i love his record. sound and Beautiful. his vocabulary and everything on that record i like it that's yeah. a good call yeah, yeah. nicely done and then from here, I'm gonna it's gonna, I'm taking it out from there. That's the most <laughs> mainstream thing I'm gonna say for the rest no, of the night. I'm I'm going deeper in, so okay. we're gonna balance out just fine. <laughs> yeah, we'll balance out, no problem. All, All right, Brian, ready? round ready three, for number three. So um, I think it's required to listen to Nikariakov's "No Limit." Mm. Oh, <laughs> that's pretty ridiculous. It is insane. Yeah, and spectacular. Again, the arrangements are um, fantastic and. The playing is outrageous and musical, so musical. Right. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Actually, when you hear the Cessar played by a violinist, you're like, huh? It lacks something. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> it's better on, it's better <laughs> on trumpet. Better on trumpet. <laughs> what is it? I, how many times have I said that? 
Yeah. I say it about everything. You know, when I mean, I Brian's the sh- one who normally argues with me. When I first heard the speech, the first thing I thought was, wow, this would be so much better on trumpet. I think about that. I say that about everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's, that's just incredible playing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, a that's good the one call. where he looks like he's about twelve on the cover, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That is. Yeah. That's um, unbelievable playing. If you don't have that, just go buy that. That's yeah. easy to find. Yeah. Yeah. Very easy to find. All right, Joey. Okay, I'm trying to think in which order I want to go. <laughs> Let's go this way. My order's not going to matter. And, and maybe <laughs> this, maybe this just has to do with with my age. But if you don't have Maurice Andre's version of Toot Sweet, oh, you're just missing mm. something. Yes. Mm. Right. Classic. It is, it is classic. Yeah, and it's because here's the thing. It's what? It's five different horns and six movements. Yes. Right? And it's it's uh Claude Bowling wrote it and he's playing on it as well. <laughs> and it's just the it's the artistry of Maurice Andre and it's happy and fun and great. It, it, it's it's and it's actually just one piece. It's actually not that mm-hmm. long, but it's essentially right. the whole record. But it's uh it's just it's outstanding and it, it really is just a through thing. But mm. it's it's dynamite, right? You could take it any of that and just listen. Does not through. sound nearly as hard as it actually is. Right. This is the best part. I, I will <laughs> tell you. You know, uh, it's a few years ago. It was right when I got my Shire C, and I was going to do Bert Truax's camp, where I always do like this recital, which is sort of half, you know, classical recital, half oh, yeah. kind of jazz mm-hmm. lead recital sort of mm-hmm. thing. And uh, so I thought, oh, I sh- I've never really done anything from Toot Sweet. Maybe I should do like I'll do like the first movement. That's on C trumpet. And uh, so I got it, and I, you know, let the pianist know. I'm like, cool, yeah, well, let's do that. And then I started practicing it. Went, wow, this is long. <laughs> this kind of keeps going. And boy, there's a lot of tongue here. Well, I didn't on a high D. Who chose this? Because I'd listened to it and thought, well, that sounds oh, lovely and easy and great. I'll just do easy. that. Yeah, I'll just do what Maurice did. <laughs> I'll just do that. <laughs> he makes it sound easy. Yeah, it's a beautiful playing. He, yeah. he also did that recording. with the Planel Concerto. Do you know oh, the Planel? Oh, of course. Yes. How many people dove in like, well, I'm going to play yeah, that. I'll and play you realize, Well, no, you're not. Yeah, not, <laughs> not going to happen. Can't do that. No. Yeah. Wow. Classic Maurice Andre Toot Sweet. Toot well, Sweet. Went in, you went in hard there, Joey. I went, I went all the way in. I told right you. Right down so it's, it's getting more. It's come, go, I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to keep going on the next couple. So. I, I changed my order then because I would like Uh-oh. to be as diametrically opposed to this. <laughs> <laughs> Is this going to be some goat rodeo stuff here? <laughs> no. No, I'm actually saving that. Okay. This is going to be, you're not going to see this coming. This is going to be Down Goes Tartel and <laughs> Appleby Weinberg. Oh, Kendrick Lamar. Mr. Really? Morale, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. If you have not listened to this recording the whole way through, you're doing it wrong. Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar. Now listen, I the I old just told, guy is going Kendrick, Kendrick, I'm going Kendrick Lamar. Lamar. Now listen, what is happening? I, I just told. <laughs> I'm not sure Brian uh, knows uh, who this is. What? He's a rapper. What? No, I got that part. Okay. So what is going on? I I just told our friend Josh about this this summer. He goes, man, what are you listening to? Come on, tell me, like, what's new? What are you doing? And I'm like, well, this is what steppers. I'm listening to right now. All and right. he and he was like, oh come on. Like, you're messing with me. And I'm like, no, dude, I'm all in. I'm on, like, my third or fourth pass of this. You need to check it out. It was like sort of pandemic-driven kind of stuff, you know, angst and a lot of political stuff and a lot of personal stuff. And, and um, man, Josh took a deep dive on this, and he goes, okay, I get it. You're no, Kendrick, right. no, he's great. No, I just looked him up because uh, I was looking to see how old he was and realized that, yeah, he was born after you were out of college. Um, sure. But he, he has the same birthday as John Marciando. 
Oh, wow. Yeah, not the same year, obviously. Right. But Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Wow. Just hit go and sit in the chair. It's eight. The whole disc is eight bucks. Well, there you go. There you go. Just go ahead and buy it. Okay. That's I just like to do. point out that we got from Maurice Andre to Kendrick Lamar <laughs> in one step. That's amazing. It's a logical okay. progression. Yeah, you got to check it out. Yeah. All right, I'm, check it out. I'm in. I just put it on the phone. Outstanding. All yeah, right. Brian, you got you got a couple flights coming up here. Yeah. You might want to keep that turned down so Sarah can't hear it. But <laughs> definitely gonna have to take my my yeah. Bose headphones now. Nice. Fantastic. All right. All right, Brian, what do you got? Okay, round this four. Is, this is a great recording. It, it's a little much all in one sitting. It's a lot in one sitting. Um, but it is amazing because the orchestra loves the conductor. They love it when he's when he was in town. They love to play for him. Why are we talking about conductors? Yeah, it's, I like where this is going. <laughs> it's a Cleveland Orchestra, the recording of both Petrushka and La Sacra. Oh. It is, and Boulez is conducting. Oh. It, it is outrageous. What year is, was that? Oh, that's in the 80s? Maybe? 80s? Yeah, yeah, that's what I was guessing. Yeah. It is, it's sort of quintessentially Cleveland, um, where the guys in Berlin, when they met the guys in the trumpet section in, in Cleveland, they would go, oh, you guys play short. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, back then. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah well. it's. It's kind of outrageous playing, and yeah, a staccato is definitely a staccato when Cleveland does it on this disc. Yeah. And you know, Boulez has a, like unbelievable ears um, on everything. He could pick out anything in cluster chords, and um, and they loved working with him. He never let anybody off the off the hook, um, and they really played for him. And it's just it's the height of when they were doing tons of recording in the, with the orchestra. They were yeah. the most recorded orchestra in the world then. And uh, it's a great disc. It listening to both those pieces back to back. I don't that's know where that's a long haul, and I'm not sure where that'll put you emotionally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you know, because you know it's pretty angsty. But your description leads me to believe I probably should not check it out. <laughs> <laughs> well, not if you're in any way stressed out. Like if you want to get stressed out, <laughs> then go ahead and put it on. Go ahead and yeah. listen. That's yeah. cool. But that's very, great. it's great, great CD. Well, speaking of diametrically opposed this was the hard part for me i knew there are some things i had to get on there um and i want to get something new on there but there are definitely some other things that that need to be here so i i thought we have to have some clifford brown because especially if we're talking about bach and we're talking about clifford brown i think there's a direct relationship there mm-hmm. and there's so many great albums but if there's oh, one wow. that's just to listen to straight down i think mm-hmm. study and brown is the album there you go Opens with Cherokee, ends with A Train. A Train is actually the mm-hmm. first Clifford Brown thing I ever transcribed, and I got through. I was I doing like this it. for a, an improv class in grad school, and we had to do like you know one chorus of a standard, and so I'm like, I'm going to do this. And I was working at this uh, uh, Latin club called the Swiss Chateau, that I think I've told you guys about. Like the gigs on Wednesday and Thursday were nine thirty to three, and Friday and Saturday were ten thirty to four. You yeah, have forty five right. minutes off and forty five minutes on, right? So you get forty five minute breaks. I go out into my car and have this cassette and have my horn in there, trying to like work this solo out because I had to get <laughs> on it done. The breaks. Yeah. So I I got the whole first chorus. Joey doesn't know how to rest. And I no. could I had vacation. the first chorus and I was very pleased with myself, right? So I go in, play the head, knock down the first chorus, right down with the recording, and I'm like thinking. I've done good work here. And so right, the teacher of the improv class is like, 
yeah, so uh, is there a reason you didn't do the second chorus? And I very <laughs> honestly said, I don't think you realize how long this took me. Because <laughs> everybody else is much faster at me. But but the whole record, I mean, uh, it, it's it's all the way through. Don't just Don't just listen to Cherokee and go, yeah, that's great. And it is. It is great. Just leave it on the whole thing. Study in Brown, the whole record, all the way through. They're great, like, small group charts. It's not just like Head Soul thing. There's actually arrangements all the way through. Also, yeah. only eight dollars on iTunes. Right, just buy there it. You, you should have it. Uh, it's uh, fantastic. But it's just it's a great uh, small group jazz album, and it's astounding playing it. The whole thing. Just buy it and listen to it. The whole yeah. ring. That's Go. great. Not yeah. sure I'm going to have to talk to anybody on this trip. <laughs> no <laughs> <We're> helping. <laughs> You're yeah. helping. It's I'm so happy. Yeah. All in. Brian's happy. Sarah's happy. It's a win-win. <laughs> <laughs> Kendrick just made two dollars. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know. Yes. That's great. All right, give us round four uh, well, there, Bill. Yeah, Joey. I don't want to disappoint you, so I'm going, and I want to. Def- I will defend my choice here. Here it is. <laughs> Punch Brothers. The fo- <laughs> the phosphorescent blues. No, come on. This. Record, if you are willing to sit down and listen to it from beginning to end, is the equivalent, and I will stand by this, Uh-oh. is the equivalent to a major symphony. Wow. Oh, my gosh. That is a bold call. It's a bold call, and I'm standing, I stand by it. You're throwing this up against, like, Mahler 1. A major symphony by whom? <laughs> You're saying this is this is the, the goat rodeo equivalent of, of, of Mahler 1. <laughs> Yes, that's what you're saying. Sure, why not? So wait, you're right, saying so Mahler say overrated. If it punch makes brothers you totally rated. Punch, <laughs> punch brothers. What now? What's the the what's phosphorescent the blues? Oh my god! Chris Thiele, ton of great writing. It's a, the everything from the melodies to the harmonies to the lyrics. The whole it's amazing. Wow, amazing record. And you know, like this is the stuff I like. You know, this this kind of music informs the way I make music in really different ways. Right. It would have to. It does. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. Yeah, How's brothers. that? Uh, How's I'm that? not. I'm not From, surprised. Not surprised. Clifford not Brown surprised. to the Punch Brothers. Yeah, we're there. That's not as far as Maurice Andre to Kendrick Lamar, but <laughs> I but love it's, this. It's I good, love though. this show. Yeah. All right, we got one more each. All right. Brian, Brian, what do yeah, you got for us? Close I'm, us out. I'm Brian's for, shopping. For He's one. shopping on iTunes. I'm shopping. I, yeah. I'm going to listen to some stuff. I might be changed. We'll see. Okay. I think this is um, required listening for chamber music um, for brass players. I don't know that a ton of people know the album. Um, and I don't know that a ton of... I, I don't think it, these, this group exists anymore. Um, it's the Center City Brass Quintet. Their their recording of Ewald Arnold Dahl and Boza. Wow, Wait it is they they still exist, right? I don't I don't know, not in the way that they did after Tony left the group. Mm. I think they still exist. Hold on, I'm looking them up. But no, this is when yeah you're talking about with Tony. Yeah, yeah. it is outrageously great playing and i think that jd was involved in the recording somehow like may have been in the booth produce helping produce it is a it is astounding playing chamber music and uh nice yeah and, that is it's great yeah and great a study brass on these playing. four amazing pieces for brass quintet right the some pillars of the mm-hmm. of the repertoire mm-hmm. 
yeah, it's just spectacular. I think Jeff Hardcastle's playing second. Cool. Um, and Craig Knox, I think, from uh, Pittsburgh Symphony, is mm-hmm. be- but before he won right. the, the job, I think he's playing tuba. And w- is it Witzer playing trombone, maybe? It's a, yeah, it's a spectacular. Also, it's on reserve at the library, so I, I don't actually have it in front of me. Nice. Yeah. But just tremendous brass playing and great chamber music and cool. subtle. Yeah. And I don't yeah. know this recording. Yeah. This is great. Yeah, this is the hard part of trying to get down to five because there are whole <laughs> categories I would like I left off, like a brass quint. There are so many great brass quintet sure, recordings sure. out yeah. there. But uh, for my last one, we're not getting out of here without a Maynard record. Of course. <laughs> um, and, and I will tell you, I, I'm going to plead complete. This is my own favorite and, and I just for the just listening all the way through and there are a number I could probably give you five or six sure. but okay. I'm gonna tell you just go listen to MF2 wow. MF2 all the way through <laughs> like I could pick individual track here individual track here individual track here and there's some other great uh, full records that I could easily go for but this one maybe it's the time I heard it and being exposed to that early and just really kind of latching onto that for me, there's just something to that whole record. You know, there's a lot, there's a big variety of stuff on there. There's great writing on there. There's great playing on there. The band is so exciting. You know, right. this is the one that opens with Give It One, goes right to Country Road. I mean, come on. I like yeah, it. Country Road, that's a great record. Yeah, that's just, it's just a great, it's, it's an all-time favorite. So, and, and again, don't just listen to the, the first track or the first two. Leave I'm it on. Shopping. Sit back and enjoy the ride. The whole thing is great. Mm. Yeah, that's good. I know, probably not a shock, but had to had to be done. You, it has to be there, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, it's required. It's required yeah. listening. I think so too. All right, Bill, close us out. All right, well, I say one. I think this should be required listening for anyone in music doing anything in music at all, no matter what. Uh, Life altering CD: J.S. Bach, Goldberg Variations, Glenn, Glenn Gould, Gould, Glenn Gould, nineteen eighty one. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it it is altering. That yeah. is, it's a whole yeah, it's a whole landmark. other thing. Yep, tune Last out the rest of the world. Spectacular. Put it on with your favorite beverage and just. It is not short. It is not. <laughs> it's so long. It is not. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. is amazing though. There were there was a period of time when you know before the well it wasn't before cell phones it was during cell phones stupid I had a, a alarm you know a, like a alarm clock you know uh-huh. rate clock radio kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. With a CD player. <laughs> oh, that's you were what fancy. I, that's what I woke up to every morning. Of course. Nice. Yeah. Nice. It is so subtle. Like he's doing oh. just the the few little notes right in the middle of the keyboard and just so patient. Yeah. And you can hear him, of course, famous for the vocalizations that yep. he makes. Mm-hmm. There are some incredible, and aside, incredible videos out there that you can find of him Right, practicing and talking to himself and singing stuff and playing these light speed sort of moments are just incredible. Yeah, but that that that's recording for me, there's that's so a, much yeah. music in that. That's it's, a great call. Absolutely, in every single moment. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You won't be sad to sit through that whole thing. That's no, that's definitely yeah. worth it. And hey, that you don't need sad. to write these down. I'll have these up. Just go to the website. We'll have a list up. Perfect. Just go buy the recordings. So, do you all want an honorable mention? I brought one. Brian already used his. I used mine. <laughs> Joey, do you want an honorable mention? I held myself to five. I could certainly okay. come up with an honorable mention. Absolutely. 
Bill couldn't whittle I'm going to throw in an honorable mention because right. I think these these recordings are worth knowing about, and I this would be required in the trumpet studio. Nicholas Eklund did a series called <laughs> The Art of Baroque Trumpet, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm just thinking about him as a person. I, no, He's I know. a maniac. He's a <laughs> so, total maniac. Yeah, Great he, player, though. He did this recording. Crazy. And I think it's the third volume that has Eternal Source and the Bright Seraphim on it. I think yeah. that's I think that's volume three. Susan Ryder, I think that was her name. I'm gonna get the name yeah. right. Who was the, the soprano on that? No, Susan oh, Ryder's Susan Ryder's, well, she's a trumpet player. She's a trumpet player in the Marine Band. No, I know that, but I think I think also a Hoosier. Go ahead. Yeah, I was from IU. Yeah. yeah when he did when he did it at ITG, because he did some of this stuff live, it was with Maria Keohane. But there's a different singer on that record, and I'm having a hard time finding it digitally. Okay. But it's the one with um, with Bright Seraphim and Eternal Source. You, there are times when you can't tell the difference between when he's playing and she's singing. <laughs> wow. And when they're in duet or when she tapers off and he picks up a note, you, yeah. it it's sounds crazy. like two voices. Yep. It's amazing, CD. That's yeah, an amazing artist. But Nicholas. Yeah. <laughs> People think that's possible. Yeah, yeah it's not it is. Possible. He no, did it, not. so it's possible. <laughs> it is possible. There's the difference on, in how we think, right there. Baroque trumpet. Who else yeah. has done anything close to that? Um, well, I don't know, but it's that funny. But somebody has, so that no, means it like, can be done. Absolutely. All the crazy stuff that Friedman has done, and right, yeah, the the Baroque stuff, but it's not this. It's no. it's different. It's really different. So, anyways, amazing. Well, that was fun. It was, was fun great. to uh, yeah. you know. Fun to narrow all that down and, uh, you know, difficult at the same time, right? It's a hard one. Yeah, that's tough. All right, boys, time for no offense. Look, not having a favorite is the offensive thing. If you don't feel strongly about certain <laughs> recordings, you're doing it wrong. Make a list, stick to your guns, and share it with your students, right? Yeah. Telling you our list is the least that we can do, and never let it be said that we didn't do the least that we could do. <laughs> Absolutely. So, <laughs> we're always doing that. Yeah. <laughs> we're, yeah, but, but this idea, gotta, right, about building building your list and knowing things to share is important. Right, and there's no, there aren't wrong answers here. Right. right. It, it, you want to have stuff that's important to you, and that's what informs you as a musician. That's why our lists are so different. And we're different as musicians and treble players, that, you know, mm -hmm. because that's what You know, what Punk Brothers us. is on the list, right? <laughs> yeah, Punch Brothers, yeah, it's got to be on the list. And that's why, we want, that's why we want to punch Bill. Right. So. <laughs> it's easy. See how that works. Come on. Yeah. Go, you're going to listen to this. You're going to come back from your trip, Brian, and you're going to go, okay, I get it. Yeah, I'm on yeah. it. No, but that, you need to find out that, find that music you connect with and buy in and tell everybody. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Abs there it is. All right, boys, that should about do it for today. Stay tuned, tell your friends and neighbors, and get listening. So long for now. Remember to keep an open mind, but more importantly, an open bell.